Photograph 51 is a portrait of life. Photograph 51, written by Anna Ziegler and directed by Vanessa Stalling at Chicago's Court Theater, is a snapshot of the life of British chemist Rosalind Franklin, who until recently had gone virtually uncredited for her contribution to the discovery that revealed the structure of DNA to be a double helix, earning her research colleague, Morris Wilkins, and two rival collaborators, James Watson and Francis Crick, the Nobel Prize. This is Reno Lovison, theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com and executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com. Stand by for 10 seconds to hear my review on Photograph 51 at Chicago's Court Theater in Hyde Park. Dr. Franklin was hired by King's College London for her cutting-edge expertise in the field of X-ray crystallography. Assured that she would be in charge of her own research, but instead was assigned to Dr. Wilkins' DNA project, leaving her status of independence, well, unresolved at best. Given that this was 1950s, Franklin found that it was still an old boys' club that excluded her on the simple basis that she was a woman. This production, and Franklin's photograph number 51, that first showed the double helix shape, revealed that life can be beautiful, complex, and indistinct, taking some effort of analysis to understand what it is before you. The play is best described as a series of tableaus that sputter forth in a rapid succession, something like a slideshow, rather than a more traditional stream of consciousness. This is a challenging story to tell because it requires the audience be brought up to speed on the science, the research environment, and the significance of the work all things that the average person may not be readily familiar with, but which incidentally was apparently not lost on this University of Chicago Hyde Park audience that seemed to revel in the sometimes petty nuances of the personal interactions. Two plays that come to mind that had similar obstacles to overcome are Bertolt Brecht's Life of Galileo and Tom Stoppard's Arcadia. I don't feel that Anna Ziegler's writing and approach to storytelling is on the same par. I think she opted for a more expedient option that circumvented the need to tell the story through the eyes and actions of the players. I'm just nerdy enough to have been anxiously looking forward to this production and was somewhat surprised, but not disappointed by the approach. Research assistant and PhD candidate Ray Gosling handles a good deal of the exclamatory narration, though each of the characters explain relative facts and describe the action, which is then typically followed by a short exchange of dialogue. This allows the story to move more quickly in a kind of time-lapse fashion, where things happen, but the background remains relatively static. After all, this is a research lab where progress is slow and deliberate, and there's not much actual physical movement. In the end, this is an exploration of the microcosm and macrocosm. As the players search for the essence of life in a test tube, they expose how the ultimate organisms interact with each other. The sexual tension that is interjected by Dr. Franklin's female presence into this all-male environment and its relationship to the exploration of how life is replicated is not lost. The story suggests some romantic interests developing between Franklin and research assistant Don Caspar, as well as more overt feelings expressed by Wilkins. Ziegler and Stalling worked to interject some humor into the material that could easily have become too erudite to be enjoyable. 
The allusion to sexual inequality and the question of whether Dr. Franklin's exclusion from recognition in the Nobel Prize was systematic sexism or might have been mitigated had she been more friendly or more of a quote-unquote team player offers some universal food for thought and post-production discussion. The scenic designer, lighting designer, and projection designer have collaborated to create what I believe could be the best set design I've seen in the past year or two. Like the topic itself, it's simple, complex, and elegant. A grid work of soaring floor-to-ceiling window frames three layers deep creates an effect that is both literal and abstract. The apparent wooden material is painted in the perfect cream and dull institutional green of the period, but later lights up to suggest a kind of computerized network that graphically displays the thought processes and infinite number of possibilities that are firing in the neurons of the brains of the research scientists. This concept is mimicked in the tile floor that also periodically lights up between the cracks to suggest additional pathways of thought. There are two spiral staircases on either side of the grid leading to a catwalk and allowing the action to take place on multiple levels, elevating the visual effect and providing a greater sense of movement. The scenic designer, Arnel Sassiano, stated in an interview on the Court Theatre website that the panorama of windows contributes to an exposed feeling that someone is watching your every move and waiting for you to fail. The spiral staircases are actually a physical pun that tauntingly suggests the elusive structure that they seek is obviously right in front of us. This is an insightful peek into the inner workings and personal struggles of individuals who labor to make great discoveries that ultimately result in paradigm shifts in understanding of our world that lead to huge advances in science and technology, and often go relatively unnoticed and unappreciated by the general public. I've never seen a bad production at the Court Theatre, and this is no exception. It's theater at its best, challenging the mind, and well executed. Photograph 51 is at the Court Theater, 5535 South Ellis, Chicago, through February 17, 2019. Running time is about 90 minutes with no intermission. For tickets and information, call 773-753-4472 or visit courttheater.org. The cast includes Shayon Cross as Rosalind Franklin, Nathan Hosner as Morris Wilkins, Yusef Sultani as Don Kaspar, Alex Goodrich as James Watson, Gabriel Ruiz as Ray Gosling, and Nicholas Harrison as Francis Crick. This is Reno Lovison, theater reviewer for Chicago Theater and Arts and executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, and look for our podcasts at Spotify, iTunes, and Podomatic.com. If you're in need of video production for your Chicago business or organization, visit renoweb.net to learn more. Thanks to Scatterplot for the use of Foster Avenue Beach as our theme song.